This episode of the Damage Guild podcast is sponsored by listeners like you. Join the guild at patreon.com slash damage guild to receive exclusive perks, member rewards, and bonus content. Previously on the Damage Guild podcast. Aslo, struggling for breath, you stab it in the back, and then you stab it in the face, and then you stab it underneath in the belly as it falls to the ground. You hunker down until you feel ready to move on. Except for Tokus. You have three levels of exhaustion. You find a different mark etched into the surface of a small alcove. Pick out the ring and press it into the crest. You hear a click. The whole surface of the wall in front of you begins to slide upwards. It reveals a staircase descending farther into the depths. The room in front of you is four stories tall. The floor and ceiling are stone platforms enclosed by a metal cage on the sides, and each floor is separated by metal grates. Below your feet, the room is filled with a smoky liquid. The bowl of hidden fire does not light up. The firebolt doesn't work. Light doesn't work. I believe this is what's called an anti-magic field. The current floor that you're on has actually three levers. You can see another platform that has a large stone button. Why are you more excited about the button than the levers? Well, the levers are cool, too, but buttons are easy because they only have one function. You don't have to figure (laughs) out, you don't have to decide which way to pull them. You just press them. Mm -hmm. Can we get to the button? You can't at the moment. Ah, of course. The staircase from the third floor that was on the south wall goes up to the west wall and then connects to the west side of the pillar. I confuse. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say... Is there a visual of this that wouldn't spoil the puzzle that we could look at? You could create a detailed 3D rendering. (laughs) I was going to suggest he takes a picture with his phone and then uses the mark out and, like, marks out the stuff that would give away the puzzle. Hmm. I'm drawing a picture in MS Paint. Wow. Nice. Awesome. That's super (laughs) high-tech right there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I think. Can you just, like, make this into a video game for us instead? Real quick. <laughs> yeah, just real quick. Just And and then add VR capability. And That's how that works, right? Yeah, a couple lines of code. <laughs> uh, I've just finished drawing it. All right. Okay. So there you go. Okay, this looks a lot simpler than the, the description <laughs> that you gave of it. Okay. <laughs> All right, so one, two, three, four from left to right? Yeah. All right. And the up and down arrows are up and down stairs to the next floor okay so there's four squares with a pillar with a round pillar in the middle the first floor has a door in it and it's divided in half the second floor has a pathway on the left side of it and then another pathway into the, the center in the pillar the third floor is more complicated than that, and the fourth floor looks like a swastika <laughs> without the top little piece. And backwards. Yes, like a backward backwards, swastika yeah. without the top piece. So we are on the third floor currently, <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, you just went up to the fourth floor. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, we're on the fourth floor. And real quick, A, B, C, D, those are the different buttons and levers? Yeah. A, B, and C on the third floor levers, and D is the button. The button. Ah, okay. Okay. So basically what we need to do is get to the the other buttons and levers. The staircase in the central pillar connects from one floor to the floor above it, like it doesn't span two floors, right? Right. However, you also noticed before you raised it up, there was another passageway straight through it. Hmm. It would have been on the top floor at that point, connecting the right and left sides of the top floor. Okay. Okay, there we go. That's, Mm. That's like a super key piece of information there. 
<laughs> okay, so the staircase is not the only passage through the pillar. There is a passage okay. that's all yeah. on one level that's now on the fifth level, which doesn't exist. It's up above where we can even access it. So we go back down to the third level, we pull the lever down, mm-hmm. and then we pull the lever down again and see what happens. Mm. Okay, so you drop it down to the bottom? Yeah, so if the lever's in the topmost position now, we pull it so that it's horizontal. Does that lower the pillar? Yes, it lowers the pillar back to where it was to begin with. Okay, then we pull it okay. down one more. One more so it's bottom. in the down position. And it drops another floor. Okay. Sweet. So now that passageway that goes through the pillar is on our level. Yes. Yes. It connects to nowhere. Yeah, it doesn't connect to anything. It connects left to right, not where we're standing. Okay, so not north. Okay, so it's left to right. So on the right side, there is a passageway that leads to a, a lever, but we cannot access it. Right. Okay. What we can do, though, is use the stairs. Uh, actually, we might even be able to do that now. Can we go down to the second floor and then walk up the stairs through the central pillar to the third floor? Uh, no, it's at the bottom level, so the stairs are going down into the acid. Oh, ah. uh, we move the lever back up to its sideways position. Middle one. <laughs> okay. Go back to the second floor. We go back upstairs to the fourth floor, and then we cross through the pillar onto the other path. Ah, there you go. So we've now crossed through the pillar onto the other side. Then we follow that mm. path. The stairs down, down and that should take us down to the third floor. The third floor, right. Next to lever C. To lever C. C. <laughs> and that's a sideways lever, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Is the sideways lever, does it look like it's three position or two position? It's two. Two It's position. currently sticking to the right. All right, so we pull that baby left. As you do so, the gears start to spin, and the central pillar rotates clockwise 90, 90 degrees. degrees. Heck mm. yeah, baby. All right. All right. We're getting somewhere <laughs> here. All right. This is, this is like, good, because it's much easier to figure it out with the visuals, but it's still, like, a puzzle that's not yeah. easy to figure out. <laughs> All, right. All right. So, so originally, the staircase was oriented from left to right. Now that we've turned it 90 degrees, now it's... Up and down. Up and down, correct. To us in the pictures. Okay, cool. Right. Okay. North to south. North yes. to south. North to south. Um, but it is on the, the... That passageway through is on the fourth floor. Where's that staircase? It connects to second and third right now. Second and third. Is the staircase oriented the same way as the passageway, or is it the yes. 90 degrees? It's the same way? The same way. Same way. Okay. So you now have access to the staircase from where you're standing, but it leads down to nothing. Nothing, right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Man, my brain is working so hard right now. <laughs> I'm not used to this. I built this puzzle and it took me a long time to figure it out. <laughs> it's like one of those puzzles that you have to like disassemble something, but there's only one way to do it. And it's like a series of complex steps. Well, if it's safe to maybe guess, but not for sure, but we can guess that the other horizontal lever is how we get the other two sets of 90 degrees that this lever doesn't do. Right. Yes, that was what I was going to say. Can we try pushing it back to the left and it just... I'm assuming it just goes back 90 degrees. Probably goes back to where it was. Yeah, it's 90 degrees back and forth. Okay, yeah. okay, gotcha. Yeah, so guessing that the other horizontal lever gives us the other sets of 90 degree increments, we have everything we need to solve this, except uh, I still haven't figured out how on the fourth floor, if D is the button, how do we get to D? We have to use the stairs yes. from going from third up to fourth, going north to south. Okay, so from like A into D. Yes, exactly. Okay. I see it now. And it's currently rotated the right direction for that, right? Yes. Yeah. But it's one floor down. 
So we'd need to get back to lever A and raise it, but we can't. We can't get back to lever A from where we are. You're completely trapped. Right. Yeah, so let's turn uh, this horizontal lever to the position that lets us get back to, or back through the column, right? Yeah. So we turn lever C back to its original position. Okay, so everything is in its original position. Yeah, yep. so we cross yes. through the pillar, go back down to level three. Okay. Well, we want to get to the other horizontal lever, correct? Right. Mm-hmm. Do we know how? Is it intuitive? That has to be using the stairs going from level two up to level three, left to right. I think that's the only way. Which is how it starts. Yeah. That's how it starts? Oh. Yep. Well, then let's go back to that. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, he said there was a stair... We, yeah. went, we went left, but he said there was a stairway through the pillar. Yeah, so let's do that. Okay. Yeah, so you go back <laughs> to the entrance, go straight through the pillar, up the stairs, and you hit the other lever that you had not yet reached. Okay. Okay. So now which position is that? This in? is B, correct? We're at B right now? Yes, we're at, we're at lever B. Yep. Correct. Okay. That one is also on the right. Okay, let's shift it left. Yes. Okay. Shift it left, and it turns 90 degrees clockwise. Exactly the same as the other lever. Okay. And now we're trapped? Yep. Okay, so we have to split the party. Yes. Okay, you're right, we do. (laughs) Okay, so throw the lever the other way. I'll stay here. Okay. You guys do the legwork. We should just position one of (laughs) each of us minus Stripey. You should, he should stay with you, Shaba. Now that we know that the levers are safe, I'm fine with splitting the party, and we split each of us to one of the different levers of A, B, and C, correct? Okay, yeah. Yep. Okay. I stay here. Okay. And then I believe that D is the button that raises the, the entire apparatus to get the acid out of the water, or the first floor out of the acid. We're hoping... Or it just drains, probably just drains, drains the, acid. the acid. Yeah, yeah. like, everything yeah. we're doing is to try to get one of us to the button. Yeah. Right. Yes. Okay. Right. Um, I'll go to C. Yeah, so we shift lever B back. Aslo stays here. You both go down the Tokus stairs. Tokus and I mm-hmm. both go down the stairs to level two. I will go... Well, we'll both go back up to you level to both, three. Yeah, up to A. Up to A. And then I will go up to the fourth level. No. Will I or won't I? <laughs> yeah, you will. No, no, no. Because that's what gets us to lever C. Okay. All right, yes. Right. And then we're going to turn it so that you can pass through the column to get to that staircase and then get down to C. You can access A, B, and C without moving anything. Oh. Okay. So <laughs> All right, we do that. We'll send Shaba. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to go to C. Shaba, why don't you go to A? Okay. Oh, that's right. Okay, yes, I get it now. Okay, yeah. so you're all on the third floor, positioned in completely separate areas, and as soon as anything moves, at least one of you will be cut off from everyone else. Right. Okay. <laughs> but that's that's fine. Yeah. I think that's fine. I think a fine starting place is that we have access to the levers, and we can start trying different combinations mm-hmm. to try to get one of us to button D. Right. So now, I think I've solved it. I think I solved your pillar puzzle. <laughs> so we throw the one switch that rotates it clockwise. Which is B? They both rotate it clockwise. Okay, so then just one of them. Which one? Uh, B. Okay, so <laughs> as it flips your switch. Yep. I'll be cut off, but that's fine. So now the stairs go up. Yes. Right. Into, to to D. D. Yes. Alright, so I walk through up We're to D. We're gonna walk from A to D. Yes. And then I press that big button. I'm so glad I got to th- press this button. It's all I've wanted to do since the moment we walked in here. I hope you do it with your head. Just headbutt it. I press that button with my pebbly protrusions. All right. You put all of your force into it, really lean into that button, 
and it depresses into the wall, and then you hear the sound of rushing water and look down and see the acid starting to slowly drain out the bottom floor. Yes! Yes! Alright! Wait, we still have to get to the door. Yeah, we can we can reset everything. Uh, go, I can go back down to A. We reset it and then go back to the second floor, and then there's a staircase down to the first floor. But we'll be on the opposite side. Uh oh. <laughs> How do we get to that door? I think we have to rotate it. For, so from where the column was originally. Yeah, this is where lever C comes in because we didn't use lever C yet, right? Yeah. Okay, so I go back down to lever A on the third floor. So we're all on the third floor. Okay. Again. You should come out of B, Brian. Shouldn't you? Well, I think. W- you're both trapped. Well, yeah, I guess if I want to get to downstairs, I would have to. But so hypothetically, we use both levers to turn it 90 and then 90. And then uh, you walk out. Oh, that's true. I could. Yes. Wait, could I? Actually, no, we have to get J first because your lever is what allowed him to go from A to D. So you need to do the opposite of what you did earlier so that he can get back. No, I, I can get back now. I, I get back to A. I'm already back at A. Oh, well, then am I the one that's getting trapped? Potentially. Well, no, you're, Tokus, you're not trapped. You can still go down, but Aslo's trapped. Oh, I st- yeah, Brian's the one that gets trapped because he's at B. Right. So we need to find a way to get the column stairs to get him back to the beginning of level two. We, we need to go back to the level two. Right. So yes. my vertical lever is in the utmost position right now. So we cannot see that pass-through that goes through the tunnel. We can only see the stairs. Or that goes through the pillar. We can only see the stairs. So I lower the, the lever one time, right? To neutral, to, yeah, to the beginning position. Yeah, so now the pass-through the pillar is now on the fourth floor, and the staircase is going from the third floor to the second floor, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So Brian can walk through. Brian mm-hmm. cannot walk through because it's vertical. We need to turn it 190 so that he can walk through from the third floor to the second floor. Right. So I'll turn my switch to go the correct... We want to go counterclockwise? We want to go counterclockwise, yeah. Yeah, so I'll turn it... Uh, I th- Yours well, doesn't turn any farther because it was... Only one of them has been turned, and that was Aslo's. Mm. Turn 90 degrees clockwise. Yeah. So you turn it back? So Aslo turns his back. Yeah, I throw mine back the other way. That just resets everything to the initial positions. Right. And that's, okay. But that's what we want. Yeah, so now Aslo can take that staircase from level 3 back down to level 2 and get out of that B passageway. Okay, well, at this point you can all move freely. Okay. Cool. Because everything's essentially connected again. So here's another way of doing this. Let's work backwards. We know that the last step we want is to have the staircase going from west to east, connecting the second floor to the bottom floor. Mm-hmm. That's where we need to end up. Right. And we need to end on the half that has the door, which is the right side, the um, the east side. Yeah, exactly. So going left to right, top, you know, down yes. to... Yes, second to first. Right. Second exactly. to first, exactly. So currently the staircase is going uh, the opposite direction. From second to third. From yeah. third to second, down from third to second. So we need to spin that staircase a full 180 degrees and lower it one level. And lower it, yeah. With both of you guys being not trapped at that <laughs> point. Which Tokus is good, but it's lever B that's the, the weird one. Yeah, that's the one that gets stuck. Yeah. But we have two sets of levers that turn it. And we have access to one of them, and one of them doesn't get trapped. So I'm pretty sure we get him out of B before we solve the rest of this. That's just my hunch. Because I'm sure this puzzle is solvable that we don't have to leave one of the adventurers. Wait, here's what we do. We turn that staircase 
so that it's facing the correct direction. And then we move the pillar up so that Aslo can get onto the staircase and be inside the pillar. He said we can't use, we can't be inside the pillar. Oh, earlier. that's right. That's right. It closes up. Yeah. That would make this puzzle a lot easier and trivial <laughs> if we could ride with the elevator, essentially the elevator stairs. Yeah. And we can't just be inside it when the doors close. You'd get crushed or something. No, it's like the whole ceiling kind of crushes down on the stairs. Okay. Got it. We can still do that though. We can turn it the correct direction and Aslo can go from level three up to level four. Ah. See, on that passageway over there. Oh, okay, that's what it is. Yeah. Okay, so both horizontal mm-hmm. levers turned to the right so that it rotates 180 degrees. So the staircase is now going from level three to level four. So you're going from B through to the fourth floor the fourth on the, floor. Left side, the left side of the fourth floor. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now I go down to be with you, Tokus, at C. Yep. Right. And then I lower the lever twice. Oh, wait, you lower it once, and actually we come back up the stairs and cross at the fourth floor because it goes through there. Um, and then we go down to you, and then you lower it again, and then we go down. Okay, right, yes. Is that right, Thane? Yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Man. Yeah, because we all need to be together, essentially, so that we're at the right position to take the stairs down to the right half of level one. Right, so that nobody's trapped. <laughs> yep. Oh, my goodness. I hope... Hope that comes through. Yeah, if you, if anyone's still listening to this, congratulations, <laughs> you're an all star. Yeah, and then we descend the stairs to the bottom floor. So you climb down the stairs and arrive at the exit door, which is made of stone. You try to open it up, but you realize that it's locked. It has a big yeah. keyhole on the side of it. Anybody have a key? Uh, here's my mail key. Can we try that? <laughs> Uh, sure. Anything's worth a shot at this point. It's like a key keyhole? Yeah. Oh, guys, maybe we didn't finish the previous puzzle. (laughs) (laughs) Are we, uh, do we still... Shaba, how do your boots feel? Do they feel magical? Uh, they Do they feel comfortable? feel pretty good. Yeah, you're still in the anti-magic zone. Ah, blast. Well, why don't we just use, and Tokus does one of these, the old gnomish lockpick. Yeah. <laughs> On a stone door. On a stone door. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you think, Tokus. <laughs> uh. We also have the gnomish missile attack, although that would probably break your neck. <laughs> What was in the other half of the base floor? We don't know because mm. we haven't been there. I'm pretty sure that that's the only place we never looked, ah. and that's where the key's got to be. We went straight for the door, and we didn't get the key. Oh, no. Well, we got the acid out of the way, so that's good. Yep. Shaba, can you just throw me over, and I'll go get the key? Yes. <laughs> you can actually just walk there. Oh. Yeah. All right. We do that. Okay, we walk there, then. You have to climb up the stairs and then down the other stairs. Oh, yes, I see it now. Okay, so we go to the other half. And we look around for things that look like keys. Uh, On this side, you see a small stone box tucked away underneath the staircase. We grab it. We throw it open heedlessly. I thought I was going to say we just throw it across the room. We just, like, we wrestle it around and make sure if there's anything fragile in the box, smash it into the ground. (laughs) Like Amazon or any other shipping company. (laughs) (laughs) Fragile? Okay. You shake it around and you hear sloshing inside and Mm. acid drips out from the openings. (gasps) (gasps) Drop it. Tokus, use your gloves to pick it up. All right, well, I'll pry open the box. Inside, you see a large stone key sitting in a hey. puddle of acid. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Tokus, use your gloves to pick up the key. Why do you look so suspicious, Tokus? Aren't I, Shaba? 
You look, Aren't I? You look suspicious. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. So pick up the key, smash the box against the wall, and then we run up the stairs and then down the stairs and use it on the door. Yep. Just to be vindictive if you want to smash the box. Exactly. Just because it's compromised by acid, we can't use it for anything. So we have to destroy it. It <laughs> must be destroyed. <laughs> you left us no choice, box. <laughs> so we go and open the door. Yeah, you go back and open the door with the key. What was even the point of this key? <laughs> Pushing the door open, it leads to a small passage, which goes about 20 feet before opening up into a circular chamber, roughly 60 feet across and 30 feet high. The floor is made from a series of rectangular metal plates. They look like they're laid out in a grid. So, like tiles? They're... Kind of like tiles, yeah. But they're metal tiles. They're metal, metal plates. How big are they? Uh, each one is about two feet on the narrow width and then four feet long. Mm. And they're uniform? They're all the same size? Just a basic grid layout? They're rectangles? Yeah, except for the ones along the edges, which are cut off a little bit by Curved the wall. Okay. Man, I am really impressed that they had the staff and the different, like resources you know, tools stone and metal workers all up in this cave to like create these <laughs> hey man when you're the emperor the world is your oyster that's yeah. true the emperor gets what the emperor wants so the rest of the room there's a portcullis across from you you can see into the tunnel past it and a winch next to that with a steel cage enclosing it and two more smaller open tunnels on the left and right walls about 10 feet off the ground Small metal hatches hang down below the open tunnels that look like they would be lifted up to close them. And heavy chains come out of holes in the walls directly below those hatches, extending just a few feet and resting on the ground and ending hmm. in large hooks. A third chain hangs 15 feet above the entrance, where it extends up to the ceiling, then through a series of pulleys and down to the cage around the winch. Yeah, so we've got a bunch of different pulleys with hooks. Chains with hooks, yeah. And these chains, are they easily manipulated? Manipulable, manipulative, manipulated. <laughs> Can I manipulate the chains? Can I like? I don't know why I was having trouble. Are they easy manipulatable? Is it manipulated? I don't. I don't know why I'm having so much trouble with words tonight, guys. Uh. So the two chains on the left and right walls, you could easily walk over and grab and try to pull. I mean, they're going into holes in the walls, so something might happen if you were to pull them. Mm. Then there's the one that's directly above you, which you can clearly see if you were to pull down on that, it would raise up the cage around the winch. Okay. Uh, but that chain doesn't start until 15 feet up in the air. Mm. However, you have noticed that your boots have become more comfortable again. Ah. Uh. Okay. That's a good thing. Yeah, check check the dark stone just to be extra sure. I open the dark stone. You see nothing. <laughs> blackness. Okay, cool. Get it? Working as intended. <laughs> I close it up again. Yeah, um, if we're allowed to use magic in this room, that probably means this room is a lot more difficult and or dangerous. <laughs> like, I've, I'm fearing that if I even, like, walk on the tiles that I'm just going to get electrocuted, or if I pull on the chain, like, something is just going to come crashing down on me. <laughs> yeah, I, uh... I set foot on one of the tiles. Just literally one foot. It clinks softly as you step onto it. Does it f sound hollow? Um, you'd have to bang on it a little bit harder than stepping. But, but I, uh, yeah, do that. You stomp on it with one foot, and you can hear it clanging, and it seems likely that there's open space underneath. Uh -oh. Or at least it has enough space so that it can vibrate freely. Oh, no. Do any of the uh, metal plates have markings on them, or they're all just flat? They don't have any intentional markings, it doesn't look like. Some of them are a little bit scuffed up. Okay. 
no runes or anything like that. No. It's the old, the whole floor is a trap door in the floor. <laughs> Let's start with this. Tokus, you have your ring of jump handy? I always have it. <laughs> what do you say you activate that and try to jump up and grab the chain that's 15 feet above us? But what am I going to land on? I'm going to land on some of these plates. You're going to land on hanging by the chain and seeing what happens. Yeah, it's directly above us. Is there like a little platform that we walk out onto that's safe or is it immediately metal plates? The whole room is these metal plates. Metal plates, okay. So then Shaba will hold out his arms like this from, from the doorway in front of him. <laughs> You jump up. And I will pretend to be able to catch you. Yeah, exactly. To make you feel safer than you are. And if you fall, he'll catch you. So if the whole room is plates, we have to walk on these plates at some point. You know you know what my mind is thinking? Hmm. What is your mind thinking? Like, I'm thinking of Minesweeper, <laughs> that like some plates are okay or there's something we can do. Yeah. So that plates are okay and other plates are not okay. Yeah. I'm thinking of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Except, Except none of them have letters on them. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, if I'm going to reach out and grab this chain, why don't you guys try to pass through this lane of plates while I'm hanging on the chain and pulling it down or whatever? Better yet, Shaba, do you still have your tent handy? Because we could use your tent poles right now. Yes, I've got my 10-foot tent poles. Why don't you try tapping on a bunch of the plates just to see what happens? I don't think anything's going to happen. I do that anyway. <laughs> I, th- I think the the plates are going to be triggered by either... The pressure of something heavy being on them or by various pulling of chains. Mm. I I like your ring of jump idea. And we see what one of these chains does before we really commit to walking on the plates. I like that idea a lot, too. Can you guys just tie a rope to me and you guys just, like, pull me back to you? Mm -hmm. That works, too. We'll do the old harness to lobbix lengthy line trick. Yep. Okay. And I will cast, as a bonus action, jump on myself. Isn't the lengthy line still back on the ledge where you left it? We do the old harness on the regular mundane rope trick. <laughs> yeah, when are we going to go back to getting lobbix? Uh, when we're done with this. Yeah, well, you know, whenever. When we're out of this place. Okay. Hopefully we can go get it because now we know that it's super sweet. Mm-hmm. Now that we know it's true power. So you cast... Well, first off, you tapped on the plates, but nothing happened. Okay. And then you cast jump and jump up to the chain. Yeah, yeah are you sure you want to cast it as a bonus action? You could probably cast it as a free action. <laughs> You're not in combat anyway. What about a full round action? Yeah, yeah, take a full round. Just take your time with it. I'm going to take it real slow. <laughs> I'm going to cast jump on me very slowly. Okay. <laughs> I like that. All right. No reason to rush. You can jump 15 feet upright. No problem there. Oh, yeah. So you jump straight up, grab onto the chain, and as you start falling back down, you're slowed by the weight at the opposite end, which is this cage that's now slowly being lifted up. And you come down, then you hear the stone door behind you slam shut, Hmm. and you hear the sound of metal scraping on stone coming from the two open tunnels. Uh Uh-oh. And just as you reach the ground, roll initiative. Ooh, Mm. yikes. Do I have to roll disadvantage for this? Um, Yeah. Yes, it is an ability check. I do. (laughs) Well, guys, I got a 19 and a 3. So Tokus is going on a 4. Awesome. Turns out being even one level of exhaustion is pretty bad in Dungeons & Dragons. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Asla will be going on an 18. Shaba will be going on a 22. And Stripey will be going on a 10. All right. Shaba, you are first... 
you see, poking out of these two little holes in the walls, strange metallic spidery faces. Mm. The head of a spider with crystals set in place of its eyes, and you can see it's got spider legs coming up onto the walls, Mm. also made out of metal. And instead of the... Mandibles? Mandibles in front. It has two short little arms, one of them ending in like a rotary saw type thing, and the other one ending in just a sharp stabbing implement. Wow. Technology in this place. (laughs) The Dwemer have been extinct for a thousand years. Dude, talk about the stuff of nightmares. Like, spiders are already terrifying. Now it's made of metal and it has a buzzsaw on its face. (laughs) (laughs) So, it's your turn. Well, I would like to... Curl up into a ball and cry. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to start my turn by screaming as a free action. (laughs) (laughs) Then I will take out my bow and attempt to shoot one of the metal spider guys cuz i'm going to i'm going to make the assumption that they are not our friends even though i would like to be friends with them i'd rather be friends with these guys than enemies with them surely <laughs> that's a 21 to hit that hits and i'm going to deal 6 damage okay and that'll do it for me do you move anywhere or do you stand actually really only one of you can stand in the doorway Effectively. Mm. I'm going to stand as effectively as I possibly can in that doorway. <laughs> Tokus would be just in front of the door. You've just landed on the metal plates. Mm. And then I guess the other two are right behind you, but Shaba's going to be in the doorway. So when the stone door shut, we were just sort of like shunted forward from where we were standing? Because none of us were on the, the metal plates. No, there's actually there's still the tunnel leading back behind you, short distance. Uh-huh. It's this door at the far end that you previously opened up that shut. Oh, okay. Okay. Gotcha. Well, I would like to not stand on the metal plates if I could do that. <laughs> yeah, we're going to forgo the five foot squares. If you're just going to use your bow and crossbow, I think you can probably both fit in there. Okay. Does it look like my arrow did anything meaningful? As much as you would expect an arrow to do to monster made of metal? Fair enough. Dented it and scratched it some. Okay. Ezlo, your turn. I was just looking up a little ability I have as a halfling that has never come up before in this campaign. And Say what? Has probably come up very little in many other campaigns. Does it have to do with robotic enemies? No, actually. That's a great question. <laughs> um, it actually has to do with being nimble. And uh, it allows me to halfling nimbleness, I think it's called. Allows me to move through the space of a creature one size larger than me. Oh, you can be on the same square as Shaba. I can at least move through it. I don't know if I can... Maybe I can just, like, like crouch under his legs and shoot from there. So what? how that actually works is you can't end your turn in the space of another creature, but you can move through it. You can always move through the space of an ally at half speed. Hmm. Okay. But halflings can also move through the space of enemies at half speed. Gotcha. That's the difference. Mm. Hmm. All right. So either way, I can run through between Shaba's legs. Yeah, if you want to enter the room. And Tokus has landed on the first set of metal plates, and he seems to be okay. So... Yeah, I think these just triggered the protectors. Okay. The detectors. Here's a better question. Is there still puzzle elements that we have to complete while we're fighting these mechanical spiders? I mean, it certainly looks like there's things to interact with, so I would imagine that there's a puzzle. Yeah. So when I pulled the chain down, you're saying that the essentially an elevator, but like the end of the pulley was something that they can walk onto? No. 
The other end of the chain is at the far end of the room, and it lifted up a small metal cage that was enclosing the winch and preventing access to it. Uh, mm. If I let go of the chain, is that progress going to be saved, or do I have to continue to hold the chain? We don't know yet. <laughs> you can see pretty easily how it's set up. It's just going to fall straight back down if you let go. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to continue to hold this chain. All right. <laughs> Good idea. Also, because it's not my turn. So, <laughs> Second question. Did it sound, based on the timing of events, did it sound like it was pulling the chain or stepping on the metal plates that triggered the guardians? It was stepping on the plates. Okay. Okay. That was. I was going to ask that, too. I mean, he does weigh like 200 pounds or something with all of his gear, which is a lot more than you would be able to push down with with your pole. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that was why my theory before was that you'd need to have an actual an actual person step on them to do whatever they do yeah so we need to be able to fight these things so why don't i go ahead and run through shaba's legs and stand on some different plates even if it unleashes more of these things at least it'll allow me to fight and then we just stand here and fight these things until we can figure out how to get through this room yeah okay um so i will do that which one did you shoot by the way right or left whichever one was closer to me. They're the same. Um, left. Okay. So, Asla runs into the room and does what? I'll stand next to Tokus, even if it means being on different plates. And then I will take my crossbow and take a shot at the one on the left. Uh, it's a 21 to hit for 6 piercing. Alright. Uh, actually, how far away are they? Probably about 40 feet, I think. Probably about 40, okay. That is just within my long range, so with disadvantage, that's a an 11 to hit? 11 does not hit. Okay, cool. Wait, you said just within your long range? Just within my long range, not my short range. Like, just outside of my short range. 40 feet is a crossbow's short range, right? Uh, hand crossbow is only 30 feet. Oh, uh, yeah, I forgot about the hand crossbow. Yep. Uh, came back to bite me again. That's what I get for being honest. Um, <laughs> and then I will bonus action give Shaba inspiration, particularly. I would like to be inspired in a more specific manner. <laughs> well, just you wait, Shaba. <laughs> My grandpappy always used to say, hard work often pays off after time. But laziness always pays off now. <laughs> that and then is I give true. you bardic inspiration. <laughs> true words never spoken. I'm inspired by them. Inspiring him to be lazy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. These two spider creatures both walk out of their little holes down the walls and start moving across the floor towards you. However, as they're moving, they also shoot out these thin steel cables. Oh. Uh, one of them shoots at Shaba but misses, and the other one shoots at Aslo, and it starts to wrap around you, and you Whoa. are restrained. Ooh, yikes. They're firing the tow cables. <laughs> They're going to trip you up like an AT-AT. Yeah, that's no good. I don't remember offhand, but I'm pretty sure restrained is like, you can't do anything. It's just movement. You can't move. I'm pretty sure it's like, you just can't move. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you can still <laughs> attack and stuff. And they have come most of the way across the room to you, so they're about 15 feet away. There's more to Restrained than that. Restrained creature, yes, indeed, their speed is zero, but and you can't benefit from bonuses to speed. Attack rolls against the creature will have advantage, and the creature's attack rolls will have disadvantage. The creature will also have disadvantage on dexterity saving throws. Hmm. So Restrained is... Not good. Pretty rough. Yikes. We cause restraint with our wand of wand web. Wand of web, I think, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh. It's a really good spell. 
Who has that wand, by the way? I do. All right. Yeah, we gave it to gave it to Brian. Give them a taste of your of their own medicine. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Stripey's turn. Stripey will think of this as the next level in Tokus's Clockwork Cthulhu Challenge. <laughs> so he's going to step in front of me and ready an attack. No. Wait. Yes. Jay. What? Is there a correlation between the number of plates we've disturbed and the number of spiders we're fighting right now? I sure hope not, because there's a lot of plates in this room. (laughs) (laughs) No, legitimate question, because so far there's two spiders. There are two spiders, and two of you are in the room, but they two came out as soon as you landed by yourself. Yeah, they came out when you landed. Oh, okay, so, oh man, what if it's two spiders per triggered plate? <laughs> per plate. Per, per plate that's <laughs> oh rigged. But then, when I moved onto a plate next to you, nothing else happened. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah, Stripey's just going to step in front of me and ready an attack. Okay. You're still back in the tunnel, right? So, in front of you is out in the room. I'm in the doorway. Right, but standing in the doorway, there's not really room directly in front of you, because that's where Tokus is. Yeah, so in front of me would be, in fact, on a plate. Okay, so I'm just going to say it's you in the doorway, Tokus in front, Azo's on the left, because you shot the one on the left, and then Stripey's mm-hmm. on the right of Tokus. Yeah, that's what I was picturing. Okay. Okay, he was readied for action. Yes. Tokus. So wait, Tokus is in front of Aslo or in front of me? In front of you. Okay. You're making a T right now. The flying T. <laughs> That's that's the formation we practice, Shaba. The most aerodynamic of all formations. <laughs> yeah. Um, the spider on the left, I know, is the one that we've been taking shots at. Which is the spider that has restrained Aslo? Uh, it's that same one on the left. Same one? Perfect. I'll just let go of the chain. We'll solve the puzzle in a second here, guys. So yeah. hopefully it's not the kind of puzzle where we, like, enemies keep coming and we just have to solve the puzzle. I'm hoping it's not one of those. Just going to say that, yeah, <laughs> infinite spider puzzle. Yeah, those are great. Yeah, well, let's fight the ones we see, and if it seems like we're getting overwhelmed, we'll shift back to solving the puzzle. So I'm going to let the chain go. Yeah. Okay. It crashes down surprisingly loud. Oh, man. Maybe not so surprising, but... Oh, okay. Well, (laughs) that's not good. Um, So I'm going to... I think I engage the spider. So I'm not 100% sure if they're not immune to something like necrotic, but I'm sure sure they're immune to things like poison, etc., because they're not, you know, they're not flesh. But I'm going to take a gamble here, guys, and... Well, can I get into melee with the spider? Yeah. Cool. You have jump, dude. You can get into melee with anything. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So actually, that's a good idea. Should I jump to the spider and not step on a bunch of plates? All right. So I'll leap to the spider and mid-leap, I will hex the spider for (laughs) agility and then I'll come crashing crashing down upon it rapier drawn yeah let's do this oh uh, i also want to use my item interaction to equip my shield because i imagine my shield wasn't out since i was grabbing the chain equipping a shield is an action Ah. it's not an item interaction and i didn't have it equipped did i i imagine i wouldn't have if i'm doing the whole chain thing i mean if it's a shield that straps to your arm which i think is how we've envisioned it right is it a full-size shield or a buckler it's a full-size shield. Because a buckler typically straps to your arm, but a shield... Shields can be either way. Well, a buckler is normal-sized shield to a gnome, isn't it? <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, assuming you're using equipment sized for your size. You could have jumped up and grabbed it with one hand anyway. Okay, cool. Let's just say you had your shield on already. I like it. I like I like the story unfolding this way. I think pretty much <laughs> any time we enter a new room in a dungeon, you're going to have your shield and sword out, right? Generally, yeah. Yeah. So we'll say you sheathed your sword, jumped up, grabbed the chain, and now your item interaction unsheathing as you leap. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. So I hex the spider for agility. 
and ah, come in and do some extra attacking. I would definitely recommend landing on its back. I'd also recommend hexing for dexterity. That's what I did. <laughs> Instead of agility. <laughs> All right, so that is a 21 to hit. It hits. And we're going to do some damage. Wow, that was <laughs> snake eyes on a what? D8 and a D6. Oof. Oh so that is five. That's a D10. That's a D10. Oh, was it? Also even worse than if it were a D8. <laughs> <laughs> I, does that mean I re-roll it or? It means yeah. that it's worse than it would have been if it were a D8. I picked up the wrong die. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> it was still a one. All right, so I deal uh, five piercing and one necrotic. Good, off to a good start. <laughs> yep. Okay, but the necrotic damage does not take effect since this is not a living thing. Dang it. Uh, it uh, is it's not a construct. Living, yes, it is a construct. Yeah, like I said, it was a gamble. I wasn't sure if it would or wouldn't affect it. Well, yeah, live and learn. But I committed the spell slot. Maybe there'll be other things that fight us in this room. All right. Mm. So I will attack again, this time neglecting my... Ooh, okay. There's a 19 to hit, and I rolled max on physical, so that's going to be 12 piercing. Nice. That's solid. You shove your sword in there and jam through a few of the exposed gears. Deal some good damage. Nice. And we are back to Shaba. Oh, I'll take a shot at the same one. So wait, when, when I attacked the spider, it didn't disrupt its webbing or its cable? No, it doesn't break the cable. You could attack the cable specifically to try to break mm. it. Okay. No, I think I'm. I think I'm happy attacking the spider. Oh, I can attack the cable. That's an option. Yes. I don't know if it's worth it though, Shaba. To set Aslo free. Mm, no, you're right. We probably just want to keep damaging the spider. I was going to say if we kill the spider, the restraint probably goes away. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair. I don't know how tough these guys are. It's like in all movies when the villain dies, everything that they've wrought goes back to normal. Right. <laughs> all the damage that they've done. Did the spider look like it's pretty damaged from my two thrusts? It is fairly heavily damaged. You might be able to finish it, Jay. I take out my spiked mace-headed arrows, and I shoot one at this metal monstrosity. Oh, bludgeoning arrows? <laughs> yes, that will be a 27 to heat. That hits. That's not a critical? It is not. It is a... I rolled a 19. Wow. Um, I'm still... Yeah, I'm still not going to use a hunter's mark on these guys. I feel like maybe... Well, I just rolled really badly on the damage. So that's uh, four damage minimum. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll mark next round. But for now, I'm good. I mean, that's the thing about Mark or Hex, is we can always carry it into the next battle as long as there's not an hour's of worth of downtime. Mm-hmm. True. I'm sure there have been times in the show where we technically could have carried it into the next fight. We maybe just forgot. Maybe. Yeah, it might be. Okay, Aslo, you're still restrained. Okay, and you said that's uh, attack rolls? Disadvantage on attack rolls and advantage on attacks against you, and you can't move. Is that something I can try to break out of? You can. You can try to either attack the cable and damage it, or you can try to break it with a strength check. Hmm. So you're going to have disadvantage on the attacks on the cable. Yeah. I'm almost thinking I just maybe just like even ignore it and just start casting spells. It's not a bad thought. I kind of like the idea of giving it a taste of its own medicine. I think I pull out the Wand of Web and shoot it at the... I could do the one on the right, actually. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I'm going to shoot at the one on the right. The Wand of Web. Get webbed, son. You got to say, like, an interesting catchphrase, like, here's a taste of your own medicine. Yeah. <laughs> or things are about to get sticky in here. And that's a hallway where more of them could come in, right? So that's not a bad place to drop it. I think they've moved far enough away from it now, but... 
And so do you just layer this across the floor? It fills a 20-foot square to a depth of 5 feet if you do it that way. Um... Yeah, I think so. They're too far apart to get both of them, I'm assuming. Yeah, they came in from different yeah. tunnels. Yeah, I just wasn't sure how, how far apart they were now that they've descended and started moving. And they're still like 30 or 40 feet apart. Okay. Okay, so I make a saving throw, right? Uh, yes, DC 15. It's dexterity and then... Dexterity and then strength, yeah. Correct. So I make the save on my turn, apparently. Well, I thought it was an initial dexterity to know whether or not you're webbed, and then it's strength afterwards. It says it's when you start your turn or enter the webs. That's mm-hmm. when you make the dexterity? Yeah. Okay. But, okay, it's webbed. Is that the end of your turn, then? I will also give Bardic Inspiration to Tokus. Let's agree to respect each other's views, no matter how wrong yours might be. Thanks, buddy, for being so tolerant. <laughs> that was just like an insult. That was just... <laughs> Give you bardic inspiration. And I get negative inspiration. All right, thanks Thanks for the D10? D8. Thanks for the D8? What if there was a character class that was like the anti-paladin from Pathfinder, except it was like the anti-bard, where instead of giving inspiration, you just insult people? <laughs> oh, I'm pretty sure Brian already is role-playing that class. The stingiest bard. Well, the bard already has that with their cutting words and other spells like that. Yeah. Mm. I feel like there's a, I think there's a college of mockery or something like that. Oh, okay. So there's something like that out there, yeah. So you're like the bard that just demoralizes mm. their Bullies everyone yeah. with their words. <laughs> That's great. That would be Brian's character if he wasn't a three, one of the three musketeers. Mm. Okay, that ends my turn. All right, so my turn. The one spider that you webbed made its saving throw, so it's not restrained, but it moves at half speed, I guess. It's treating it as difficult terrain? Yes, but it still has enough speed to move through it. Oh, no. Dang it. So it reaches Stripey, and Stripey gets to attack it. Watch Stripey receives a 17 to hit. When you did the wacha, I imagined like a Kung Fu Panda rendition of Stripey. <laughs> and he's, he's practicing Badger Fu. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. For sure. 17 does hit. All right. Stripey will deal. Um, eight damage. So he bites into one of its legs and slightly bends it. Mmm. Tasty, tasty steel. And then the spider retaliates. Attack Stripey with both its saw and its needle thing. What the heck? Who invented saws all of a sudden? (laughs) I want one. You're always taking samples from the beasts we kill, Tokus. You should figure out how to power this thing, and then we'll have a buzz saw. (laughs) I was thinking about it. It's like the most powerful magical item we have. (laughs) Just a saw. (laughs) Stripey is hit by both attacks. He takes 17 points of damage altogether. Yikes! That's a lot of clicks on that minus button. And the other one now tries to attack Tokus. And I rolled one on both of the d20s. So. Ah, good job, Tokus. Double critical failure. <laughs> wow. I don't even need. I don't really need that much of an armor class to. <laughs> With attacks like those, who needs enemies? Am I right? With attacks like those, who needs armor? And Tokus starts taking off his armor. No, Tokus, no, don't get the wrong idea. Let's make this an even fight. There's no time for that right now, Tokus. These guys are pushovers. Stripey's turn. Stripey's turn. Well, Stripey will attack again. 15 to hit this time. Yes. We're going to have to take him to uh, the pet dentist after this fight. Seriously. (laughs) Uh, 15 misses. 
Keep that in mind. All right. Uh, Stripe, he's done. Tokus? Yeah, I'm going to attack this thing. Okay. I think I'm going to roll the Bardic. Good plan. Okay, that certainly helped. So, 16? 16 misses. Oh, man. You rolled a D8 for the Bardic, right? Not a D6? I rolled a D8. So I rolled a 3 on the Bardic, and I had a 6 on my D20 plus my 7. Okay, so we believe the armor class is 17 or higher. We're thinking. Yeah. Yeah. You've hit it with a 17. Okay. All right, I'm going to roll for my other attack, and I get exactly... I roll a 12 plus 7. Good to go. Exactly 19. Oh, yeah. All right. And some damage. Nine piercing. Sweet. All right. Nine. Okay, with your second attack, you stab through its neck and sever the head, which yeah. just then collapses to the ground. The whole thing crumples. Nice. And is that the end of your turn? Um, I'm going to move over to the guys and try to get close, begrudgingly close to Stripey, like... So I could do my whole reaction thing, potentially. Okay. Yeah, you jump back next to Stripey. Oh, yeah, I want to ignore the plates. That's true. I'll jump. <laughs> okay. As the spider's head rolls off its body with its dying breath, it says, What does it mean to love? <laughs> <laughs> Tell my wife. <laughs> Beep, boop, boop. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as that one falls down, or not quite as soon, but a few seconds later... After you land and ready to attack the next one, you hear the metal clanging and look over to see the metal plates underneath the spider that you just destroyed fall down and the spider, the pieces just fall down and you hear them clatter down below before the plates rise back up and close. It's got an auto-clean function. Wow. (laughs) You also hear additional spiders coming down the tunnels. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, Oh, no. Infinite spider puzzle. Mm -hmm. So, two thoughts, guys. One... Now we know it's potentially an infinite spider puzzle. So, yeah, we should move forward with the puzzle while we're fighting. Mm. Two, it seems like shortly after the spiders die, the plate that they died on opens up. So let's not hang around when we kill these things. Yeah. Yes. Agreed. And also shortly before they die, they gain sentience. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Boy, we got to solve the puzzle. Shava, it's your turn. Um, Where's the other spider in relation to us? Ten feet forward to your right. So not next to any of the party members? Next to Stripey. Oh, is Brian still restrained? Mm -hmm. Yes, he is. But we killed the spider that was restraining you. But he still has a cable wrapped around him. Mm. Can we help or do a strength check for him? How does that work? Anyone who's next to him can try to attack it or do a strength check to break it. Okay. It'll just be an action for any... Although, if you have multi-attack, one attack might hit it. Mm. I do have multi-attack with Stripey. Technically, Stripey could probably attack the cable if I attack the cable right now. Mm. But I think it's probably better to concentrate on the spider. Well, so we know for sure, we're, we're pretty positive... Jay, that we need to move forward with the puzzle? We have suspicions. Are the spiders going to walk through the web that Brian placed, at least for that tunnel, this tunnel? If it tries to cross the floor, it would walk through there. You saw them climbing on the walls, so could do that too. Oh, yeah. Okay. Dang it. He said more spiders coming, plural. So does that mean when one dies, two more uh, <laughs> populate? Well, the, we know these trials are not trials of strength. 
Right. So my guess would be bowling through the spiders is not the tactic. Well, my thought hmm. was, what if we were able to hog tie the spiders, keep them alive, oh. and <laughs> prevent any more from coming, like to restrain well, them? Well, I the think point where right. I think exactly true that that's what triggered more spiders was one went through the metal plate. Right. One died. So I don't think your thinking's wrong, but at the same time, I, I yeah, I think we need to move forward with solving the the puzzle. Mm-hmm. So the only thing we know so far is when we pull that chain that that door opens up and there was something to interact with behind it. Yeah, the, the chain went around the, to the other side of the room. There's a cage that lifts up and in the cage is a, a winch. winch. And the winch is right next to the portcullis. So all we need to do is have one person run over there. You jump up, pull the chain, they activate the winch and that at least opens the portcullis, potentially shuts off the spiders too. Well, at least it moves us to the next stage of the puzzle. Yeah, weren't there yeah. other chains? There are two other chains, one underneath each of the openings that the spiders are coming out of. Oh, that's right. And it looks like those could be pulled, but they run into the wall, so you can't see exactly what they do. Hmm. Huh. Which would stop the flow of additional spiders from that particular tunnel, potentially. If that's what they do. Potentially, yeah. yeah. We have to hope that's what they do, Shaba. Yeah. So maybe that's what we should focus on. Can we start working on those chains, the ones that are attached to the tunnels? I think it's worth a try pulling at least one of them to see what happens. Shava? I mean, either we both attack Aslo's cable or we both attack the spider. I mean, we can't just stop attacking the spiders, can we? Can you break up your attacks? Uh, yeah, but that doesn't solve the giant spider in front of us problem. I'm just saying, like, first attack, attack the cable, see if that breaks it. And if it does, then you switch to the spider. Yeah, I suppose so. All right. Shaba will attack the cable. 19 to hit. Hit. Six damage. Six isn't enough. It's significant, but it's a strong cable. All right. Stripey, uh, 17 to hit. Hit. Stripey deals, wow, a lot. 12. Okay. So Stripey bites through the cable. And Aslo is freed. All right. Nice. And we are done. Huzzah! Aslo? Uh, I think I'll run over to the chain on the left wall and give it a yank. Ka-chink! Ooga! Ooga! <laughs> it <laughs> oh, just makes man. a sound effect. <laughs> Dang, boy! Gosh, let's try the other one, guys. <laughs> All right. Give me a strength check. Oh, my speciality. <laughs> Is this a session inspiration moment? Uh, I don't know if I want to use it on this. Yeah. Can you bardic yourself before you do it? How does that work? <laughs> Can't bardic myself. Nope. I mean, it takes all of your movement to even make it to the chain, so you're standing there. You can't move back with it as you pull. You're just going to pull on it. Okay. Mm, I don't think it's that dire that we need to, bu- to expend the inspiration on it. Yeah. Let's just go for it. Connect four with a 14. Well, you pull with all your little halfling might, try to fudge the chain, and you yank it out a few inches and then it collapses back down. So it doesn't seem like it's quite strong enough. However, you can at least tell what it does because you see the metal door in front of the tunnel lift just uh, a few degrees before uh, okay. slamming back against the wall. Sweet. Okay. All right, awesome. All right, so I take it that was my action then for the turn? Yes. Okay. Well, you you still have your bonus action. I do, yeah. Um, I will give you bardic inspiration again, Tokus. Okay. I don't want to burn through all my wise and encouraging sayings too quickly, so just picture me saying something really inspiring. Tokus, you don't seem too super inspired. I'm a little concerned that unless we plug these spiders from entering, like, there's 
There's no hope. We have to have hope, Shaba. I'll offer some inspiring words, Tokus. In place of Azlos, Tokus, <laughs> your unwigged head is as wrinkly as a grape that's been left out in the sun too long. <laughs> you know how much you love us calling attention to your wrinkled scalp. <laughs> I don't know. Aslo always tries to give us a compliment about our physical features. Yeah. So I thought I'd give it a try. Maybe it didn't work out too well. So the two spiders reach the end of the tunnels and start climbing down into the room. The one on the right tries to shoot another cable at Stripey and hits. So Stripey is... Is this, is this considered an attack? It is. It's a ranged attack. Mm. You can block that, right? I wonder if I can impose disadvantage. You should, right? I mean, you can... Yeah, it's an attack roll. Yeah, that's, that's why you're there, so... Yeah. I mean, it's just a ranged attack, so... Yeah. I don't know if I can. Why not? I think you can. So I'm going to roll disadvantage. I think I can, actually. Yeah. Yeah, the, the DM has basically just said that you can, so I would I would roll with that. Yeah, it's just like any other ranged attack. If the target doesn't make a saving throw, then it's treated as an attack. So the cable shoots out and starts to wrap around Stripey, but you bash it away before it can get a solid purchase. Yes. Nice. It just clatters to the ground. The other spider that's in melee with Stripey attacks, but he missed twice. And last one climbs down towards Aslo, and you're right in front of it, so it will just try to attack you in melee. Yes, so it just misses with its, uh, so you duck underneath. It's now standing overhead just above the chain right in front of you. Mm, okay. And that's the end of my turn. So, Stripey. Stripey will attack the one that's still there from the first wave. And he will miss. Stripey misses. Now it's Tokus's turn. Okay, so have the spiders from the other tunnel made it into the room yet, or no? Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. So they've already made it into the room. Dang it, they've already made it into the room, so there's really no point in me committing to one of the chains to keep spiders that aren't coming yet out of our room, right? Uh, priority one is closing one of the hatches. They won't stay closed unless we hold the chain. How do you know that? We don't know for sure, but I would say priority one is just lifting the cage, pulling the winch, and getting out of here, right? <laughs> right. That's all we have to do. We don't even have to worry about pulling these. Right. Hypothetically. Um, well, we don't know whether the spiders will continue coming after we get out of here. That's true. I agree that our priority is to complete the main objective, so... We still have three live spiders that will need to be killed. Yes. And we I, don't want more spiders coming, so we need to make a successful strength check twice to close both of these tunnels. I didn't need to make a strength check when I did the jump and pull method. That's a different... That chain. was with the different chain. Yeah. I had to for the side chains. Yeah, that was with the chain that was hanging from the ceiling. These are chains that are coming out of the wall. Right. We don't know for sure, though, if those chains are a one and done, like once we pull it. Yes, you figured out what it did, Brian. So don't act as if your turn was a complete waste. Like, we confirm what they do. I'm also going to point out that those chains each end in a hook, which I mentioned at the beginning. Ah. Right. I see. We have to hook them to each other. Yep. Okay. Hmm. So, let's do that. I mean, can I go grab the hook end and try to bring it to the other hook end? Heck yeah, dude. Yes, you can. That is a thing that you can do. 
and probably should. Very well. You can do that thing better than anyone else in the party, Tokus. Does that count as my full action? You're uniquely gifted with a strength of an ogre. Well, you'd have to run over there, which takes up your movement, and then it's your action to start pulling it. And am I going to be able to bring it to the other hook end, or does another person need to grab it and pull it to me? You don't know how far it'll pull. Hmm. Right. We don't, we don't even know that much. I mean, I, I think it might be best if I shoot... Am I currently engaged with any of the spiders in melee or no? Yeah, you're right next to the one that's attacking the stripey. But I'm not, like, I don't have to disengage from it? You would. Oh, I would. Okay, so I should stay and fight a little bit longer, guys. Also, me being able to use my reaction to make it so we don't get cabled is probably a good thing. Mm, true. So let's let's fight as one unit. Let's clear some of these spiders and then more spiders come, and then we keep <laughs> losing. Uh, yep, okay. Exactly. Um, yeah, that's exactly my point. So, how about this? Disengage, run over to the chain, get ready to pull it next turn. On my turn, I'll hopefully have pulled the chain out to the middle by then, and then on your turn, you pull your chain out to the middle and you hook them together. You've got session in. Meanwhile, Shaba starts running for the other side of the room. That chain that's that controls the winch or that controls the cage over the winch is too high to grab without without the jump spell, right? It's 15 feet off the ground. Yeah. yeah, you need some way to get up there. Okay. So, yes. Like I said five minutes ago, priority one is closing those hatches. <laughs> Tokus, what do you do? I will disengage and go for the far chain. Okay. Sweet. The hook of the far chain, the other end of the chain. Yeah. You have to kind of work your way around the webs. Actually, you can jump over it. Yeah. So I'm going to jump over the web to get to the hook end of the chain and... And get ready to pull. Right. I can't start pulling it yet because I already used my action. Okay. Unless you wanted to action surge. I know I'm considering it, but it's like I I can only get to the middle of the room where we're going to link up the two chain ends, right? Or the hook ends of the chains. Oh, actually, that's a good point because if you do that, then on my turn is when we'll be able, if I make the successful strength check, we'll be able to connect them on my turn as opposed to having to wait all the way around to your turn again. Right. True. And also, if you become restrained between now and then you may not be actually be able to pull the chain. And to move. get it into position. Mm, right. True. Yeah. And the same could be said for Brian if he gets grappled again. Mm-hmm. And there's three spiders now. <laughs> yeah. If Aslo gets grappled, then I will run You'll over do it. and try to pull the chain. Yeah. 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 Okay. So I'm going to action surge and I'm going to get the chain hook into position. Action surge. It's a strength check, which is an ability check, which means you have disadvantage. Disadvantage. Ooh. Bummer. But I have inspiration. Which is relevant. And session inspiration. Both Bardic and, and session. Sesh. Yep. So you cancel out the disadvantage? Should I, guys? Uh, worth it, yeah. You think so? Probably, at this point, yeah. Also, hang on. So I get that this is me moving, like I'm doing an Eider interaction. Does this count as my action action to move the chain? Yeah. It does? Okay. Because, like, depending on how cumbersome it is, I imagine. Yeah. Okay, I'm just, I was trying to see if I could shoot a fire vial as well. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad that we decided to do this with my inspiration. Are you bardicking now? I don't think I need to. So um, I was only supposed to roll the dice once because I'm canceling, right? Correct. Uh, so yeah. whatever your first roll was. Yeah. So I actually rolled kind of low. I rolled a six with Oof. my... Plus four? Well, so does it get my proficiency or is it just strength? It's just strength. It's just my strength. So I'm, I'm, I'm giving it a plus four. So it's a 10 so far. Hmm. That's not good. So you'll need more because I think I had like a 13 or something. You had a 14 as though, 14. and that was not enough. <laughs> yeah. So I'll roll the D8 and we just hope for the uh, best. I don't right? know. 
Mm, okay, yeah. you're probably rolling up for the best. It's a D8. If I get a five, yeah. Hope that it's a DC fifteen. <laughs> hope, just hope that it's DC fifteen. You get a five. Or so I rolled a four. No, that's not <laughs> enough. That's not enough. Uh, exactly the same. Ripes. Uh, okay. Wow. So both struggling to move those chains. Gotta move the chains. 